Guys, make sure to download WGT Golf. I love the deep breath before he gets started. Though. <laughs> like a stretch. Here we go. It's a new record, though. He got three words into that one. <laughs> you guys can download WG, WGT Golf from dnvrgolf.com. Once you get in the game, once you set up your character, search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. That way you'll automatically be entered into all of our DNVR events, tournaments, close to the pin challenges. You can win money, actual cash prizes by competing in the tournaments that we run on WGT. Again, download the game World Golf Tour from DNVRGolf.com. Search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. What is up, everybody, and welcome into the DNVR Nuggets Podcast Tuesday edition. We are recording here live from the DNVR Studio Annex. Nobody cares, but it is it Studio is Studio B. Studio B, actually, that's 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 great. Studio B minus. DNVR <laughs> expanding. People not in ways people care about, but uh, you know we have expanded across the hallway at the uh, bar, and now we have this little. I, I really, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I really like this office. I think it's I think it's like a really cool. If you ever, if if any of us, this is how cool our lives are. If any of us get so drunk at the bar that it's just like, you know, we got not even an Uber is, at this moment. We just got to go. We have a little place we can just go yeah. crash. And, uh, we, we got oh, the ex, we got the exposed brick right here. It's actually a gorgeous little. We've annex. got the floor to ceiling glass doors. Two I'm fridges. digging it. Yeah, two yeah. fridges full of beer. It's actually a very, I think, cool and you know, like creatively inspiring little closet. We're in yeah. right there are going to be a lot of game changing ideas thunk up in this oh. very spot. I can feel it. I know. I think just I. I, even though I'm in here, just hearing this theater of the mind that you're throwing mm, out there, mm. I feel like I'm in this office almost, like just mentally. I wish we were in the office every day. I'm not going to lie. I, <laughs> I I really wish I, we were just always right here. Cause I'm gonna. This is going to be my office, by the way. Is that that's going to be your office? Yes. I think that's someone else's office. No. Oh, okay. that's the uh, those are the sleep quarters. <laughs> we're putting a mattress in there after the post game shows. That's where we're going to crash. Well, we got a fun show uh, lined up for you today. Um, so I, as many of you know, do Locked On NBA on Friday. Actually, I don't know if anybody knows this. We do. I do host Locked On NBA on Fridays with Anthony Irwin. And this last week, I did the top ten duos of the twenty of of the twenty first millennium, um, and it, that was a really fun exercise. And it got me to thinking about where Jamal Murray and Jokic might rank if we did like this next decade. You know, the twenty twenty twenties. Is there a chance Jamal Murray and Jokic rank in the top ten? Is there a chance they rank in the you know, number one or, or what have you. It's kind of a cool storyline and one that has especially emerged, I think, or as Wynn says, especially emerged since the uh, bullying. <laughs> it's bullying. Since, uh, since this playoff run because of how great those two look together. So we're going to break down that. Where do they belong in the NBA right now? Where do they rank amongst duos? And then we're also going to talk about maybe just where they, they have to go, what, what their upside and downside is. But before we do, we have some breaking news, you guys. Breaking news. It's also a little bit of a soft air horn, wow. but um, the Nuggets, some end of season awards continue to trickle out. I know you thought they were all out, but no, the uh, Twyman Stokes teammate. There it is. The Twyman Stokes teammate of the year award, which is actually a dope award. I make it sound like I'm joking about this, but it's actually a really cool award. And there was a Denver Nugget in the top 11, or I guess I should say 11th. Um, do you want the voting breakdown? Yeah, yeah. I want the voting give me breakdown. the voting breakdown. <laughs> Tory Craig finishes 11th with 18 first place votes, nine second place votes. Uh, 
six third place votes, yada, yada, yada. Drew Holiday won the award. Does does this award raise Drew Holiday's trade value? Wow. Adam, I'll throw it to you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> After the break. Uh, no, because he is now, what is he, a three-time winner or something like that? Like, he's won it before, I believe. So, um but I, the Drew Holiday thing, of course, like he, we've all heard. I think he's like just a great human. I mean, like yeah, every yeah. time I've ever heard the guy speak, I'm always like, oh wow, this is an impressive man. Um, but Tory Craig, I got to be honest with you guys, I knew he was a good teammate. We knew that Michael Porter was trying to take his spot, and he, Michael Porter himself, was like, it's weird. Tory's like my biggest fan. I'm trying to take minutes from him. So we knew that Tory Craig had this thing special about him. I didn't know that he was going to be looked at like this. Did you guys? Does this surprise you with vote? Yeah, it does. I also, who votes on the, the players of every team? I believe it's the players, yeah. So that's always interesting. I mean, the votes coming in from outside of the team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wonder who would have thought to peer into that Nuggets locker room and see Torrey Craig as that guy. I mean, I do think it shows, it's a good example of how, like, um, what we're seeing as close as we get as media members is not at all what people on the ground are seeing. You know what right, I mean? Right, because right. this does shock me. I wouldn't well, have... I didn't think he was a bad teammate. No, and I, and I clear, thought, like, sure. if you gave me a list of who was going to come in number one, I probably would have said Monte Morris. Right. Like, I mean, that was that would have been my guess. So the fact that it was Torrey Craig, that, that's what surprises me is that he was number one amongst the Nuggets. Yeah, but even just 11th in the league. There's a yeah. lot of dudes in the league. You yeah, know? there are so, a lot of teammates. I mean, and it, this is not to say that I don't think Torrey's a good teammate or anything like that. I, I guess it's just like a for as close as we get, there are so many more layers to this. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I am curious you know, outside of a bubble environment, how a player on another team would have insight into this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just the type of thing where they saw, I don't know when this voting was done. I could probably look at the press release, but was this voting done in the playoffs and people saw Tori like playing mm-hmm. 20 minutes a night, one night playing 10 minutes a night, right. the next night. But so- he's, he's very deserving. We were talking about this earlier today. It was so interesting to me to see, the Tory Craig, Michael Porter Jr. companionship just develop uh, in the bubble. Yeah. Because these guys were like best buds off the court. If you just followed those guys on social media, you would have seen it. And they're the ones who are competing for minutes. It even uh, kind of filtered over from the regular season as well. Uh, but he was always one to to prop up MPJ. Yeah. It, was, it was it was definitely a, a storyline. This is a really strange award. But it, I, I wonder who would win <laughs> number one friend. On the Nuggets, who do you think is Monte? Good, he's the best. He's his best friend. I just seems like he's the friends with hang. everyone. Yeah. Uh, is Tory Craig a good hang? I'll bet so. I think so. I bet is so. He, I get he that the sense. He he in, definitely in seemed like. Look, man, these guys know that sometimes they're the punch, not punchline, but that they're the punching bag. Like they get beat up a lot, and he's still always gracious with media and stuff. Always. And like he doesn't have to be. So, I, you know, he's got some character to him. Uh, so. Here's some info in how the uh, voting was done. This kind of sheds some light here on why Tory might have been one of the finalists. More than 250 players submitted their votes for the 2019-2020 Twyman Stokes Team of the Year Award. (laughs) Uh, NBA players determined the winner from among the 12 nominees who were selected by a panel of league executives. So league executives picked 12 names. And then the players voted on those 12 gotcha, names. Gotcha. So I wonder if like Tim Conley so, is like, we're getting ready to get this guy out of here, so I'm going to oh. throw a little bone here. Gonna... I like that Torrey Craig beat one guy. So the real question is, <laughs> how much does Torrey Craig's contract value go up in free agency <laughs> Adam, I'll throw it to after you. he finishes 11th <laughs> yeah. out of 12 yeah. <laughs> well, no, in the Twyman Stokes Award? 
Well, he it's really 11 out of all of the players in the NBA. Just yeah. in this particular award, he all, was I mean, 11th of 12. <laughs> all jokes aside, though, it is it is the case that what Torrey Craig does is not easy. Like, hey, he is he, a great teammate. Yeah. Like, he, he is a great teammate. Tonight, you're integral to what we do. Tomorrow, you're not playing at all. You know, Definitely. Um, you're going to get bashed by the media, but go out there. Keep a smile on your face. Clap for everyone. He's done that. I mean, I like Torrey Craig to the extent that I know him, which is very little as a dude. <laughs> Everybody on this list, great teammate as well. Jared Dudley, great teammate. Kyle I- Korver, uh, Udonis Haslam, Damian Lillard, great teammates. I'd like to hang with Jared Dudley. Jared, if you're listening, the DMVR <laughs> how you, bar. What, how would you rank the four of us as, as far as teammates are concerned? Who's the number one teammate here in the room in the in the annex? I would give it to you, Eric. What number one teammate? Yeah, you're very you're a very outwardly supportive person. Oh, well, in, inwardly, nobody hates Eric. No one hates Eric. You also That's like not true. you I laugh at me. other people's jokes. Hey, nobody hates Eric except for Eric. <laughs> Wow, I didn't think I was pandering. I thought for sure Brendan Vogt or Adam Mahrez would have would have stolen that crap. I'm, I, I'm feeling great about myself right now, guys. Think I <laughs> what teammate? I might be the uh, Jordan McRae of the. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Did you see when Jordan McRae was throwing shade on Twitter during the playoffs, and then later on he was throwing support? It was very confusing. Yeah, interesting approach for a guy interested <laughs> entering free agency. I feel for Jordan McRae, um, but we have exceeded our Jordan McRae talk. Um, sure, we probably also exceeded our Jordan teammate McRae of the year. Talk. We stretched Final thoughts, go. bro. We didn't really get enough on you. Um, on that. So I think Tory Craig is definitely a teammate. <laughs> can't take that from him. He is—he's <laughs> one of the top Nuggets teammates. I'd say he's at least in the top fifteen. And um, you know, I think it absolutely drives his value. <laughs> I think there's no debating that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think I'm there's definitely. Kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. There, there's right. full debate on that. Um, let's, let's get into this because we're watching, uh, or we have watched in this playoffs, Jamal Maria Senate. And I'm so thankful for this because I, honest to God, guys, I did not think we were going to be talking about a Murray Jokic duo. I really thought we were going to be talking about a Jokic team with some good players or what have you. But I mean, for me, I know we talked about this a lot throughout the playoffs, but I'm, I'm not getting ahead of myself if I say I think of this team now as a two, as a duo, not mm-hmm. as a star and lesser star. It's a, it's a duo. I still think Jokic, it's Jokic's team. He's the best player or whatever, but I think that they're now a peanut butter and jelly situation. Yeah, this is like this is an evolution that Nuggets fans need to make over this offseason is where you just assume the best as, a, as opposed to just assume the worst where you know like lakers fans are like that's not possible got, though I, I know that i know what you're saying and you're no, right know, but it's not possible right, but where, like, where you look at you look at like talents like remember Jokic that and shot yeah, <laughs> i know but you look at like Jokic and murray you're like yeah it probably work out, won't work out and like if you're a lakers fan oh, you're like, you're like brandon ingram kyle kuzma well that's uh right. lakers exceptionalism <laughs> right, right, right. the best part is nuggets fans don't have to talk themselves into a duo anymore yes you yeah, know? yeah exactly they don't have to make the argument for Jamal Murray being the second part of that duo. He just obviously is. And that's the greatest thing to come out of the playoffs for the Nuggets. Obviously. Is there any universe in that where we live where Jokic is the number two? Yeah, I mean, of course. Of course there absolutely is. Um, that would be great news for the Nuggets because I really oh my did, God. I did. Like, look, and here's the thing about duos. I find it silly that people are talking about Anthony Davis as the top of the ticket for this this team because really? Anthony Davis what he does can be a little sexier and he's a really good player like Anthony Davis might be the third best player in the NBA but he's playing alongside a guy in LeBron James that whether he scores or not just does everything and does things nobody can guard this is my opinion 
I think there will maybe be a little bit of this. Like we saw this from some of the hot takey people in town that after that first series, the Denver has their alpha. This is Murray's team now and all these other cliches. And I'm always, always like, all right, well, this is ridiculous, whatever. But I do think that there might be a scenario where people are confused by like, I do think there's going to be people that going forward think that this and maybe try to make the division of like, it's Murray, then Jokic. I don't think those guys care. I don't think it's that way. But Murray is going to score a lot of points and he's going to be uh, – you know he's gonna he's gonna have a lot of the highlights. Well, it's honestly a similar dynamic to the Lakers duo. Like, yeah. If we're, if we're being completely yeah. honest, how people were talking up Anthony Davis, it was the same way people were talking up Jamal Murray. The sexier game, he, uh, like might outscore LeBron, like Murray outscored Jokic in a lot of these playoff games. Um, but it still revolves around Jokic, and for as good as Jamal's playoff run was, I don't see it changing. I, I think Jokic. Will I don't either. I want to make the, yeah. the, the, it clear. You asked if there was a universe, and like, there's a lot of universes out there. I also just don't think it matters. That's the beautiful yeah, yeah. thing. Is totally. These guys are on the same team. You know, Jokic doesn't give a flying shit about yeah. any of the stuff that comes with being the best guy. Yeah. Tony Parker won a Finals MVP, and like, I think that's dope. Nobody questions if Tony Parker's better than Tim Duncan, but in a series, he could be the better player. Whatever. And I think it's going to be a similar thing. Matchups. Not even just matchups, but like. Tim Duncan is has the ability to do a hundred different things that help you win. So like, oh, this series, I'm needed in this way. Whereas I think Murray, while he has some of that too, he's going to have series where he scores 30 and series where he scores 20. And on the series where he scores 30, he might be the MVP of that series. So I, th- I think that's what's cool about it. Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. I guess that's probably true. That many times in a row, we haven't seen. Yeah. Right. I think Murray had like six of his eight best games of his career in the playoffs. Like. Mm-hmm. Right. Isn't it funny how we go from, okay, like Jamal needs to be consistent. He needs to do it in the playoffs. Now it's like, can he do it over the span of 82 games in the regular season? Well, I, when that's just like obviously impossible. I Well, it is impossible for 82 games. But here's the thing is I do think Murray made a leap in these playoffs. And sure, he's going to have bad games. Everybody has bad games, yeah. especially the guard. There's a lot of variance. But I don't know. Like, I kind of think this is who he is. And if yes. he, and if he's not this in the regular season, I'm not saying scoring 50, but just like a guy that looks genuinely unguardable because that's what Jamal Murray looked like. He looked like he was, it didn't matter how good a defense you were, he would break you down. And I just didn't feel like that in the regular season outside of short bursts and very specific games. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry, like, exactly. He's, he's, that's he what might, we're talking about here. He might be a yeah. rise to the moment guy, though. You know, like, I, yeah, I would not be. be surprised at all if it's a, quote, underwhelming, unquote, regular season. But if, like, you ask me right now, or even a few months from now, hey, next playoffs, do you expect Jamal to show up? Hell yeah, I do. Yeah, and, yeah. and I also, we've talked about the Nuggets, I think, officially turning the page as a playoff team now. Like, they're t- the top things on their agenda for the regular season are more, like, experimentation almost. I wouldn't mind seeing, it like, that kind of approach from Jamal, too. Just in terms of, like, test the shot profile. Right, How many threes right. is too many threes? Yes. How deep is too deep? Um, Why not? Because I do think, <laughs> I do think when the playoffs start, he'll be that guy. Well, in a weird yeah. way, 
you know, Jokic always steps up. Over the last two years, he stepped up, but it's coincided with Murray going down. And I think there's a little bit of what you're talking about. I have to do this now. I can't yes. do this for 82 games, but right now I have to. And I wonder if, you know, Jokic has never gone down. I hope he never does. But I would be curious if, like, Jokic missed a two-week span if Murray just went playoff Murray for a while and was like, oh, wow, he averaged 35 over eight games and the Nuggets stayed afloat, you know. You love this team. I could just see it in your face. That, Almost that we're, frustrated. We're, it's, yeah, it's like it's, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. I saw. I, I heard it in his voice the other day when we were talking about it, where he's just like all of the pain left, and you're like, I can't wait for the Nuggets. <laughs> and that's where you're at. Yeah, I, I, I was uh, riding my personal electric scooter. Nice. Because I know to do, and it was uh, it was cold outside, and I was going to be convenience store to buy myself soda. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Interesting details here. Yeah. Okay. People still do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should be going to the Pepsi Center. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When you're in an era like this with the Nuggets, like they're just <laughs> just to steal a phrase, uh, there really doesn't. There's never an off season because you don't want there. You're just like constantly like just ready for more. And I, honest to God, was exhausted after this season. Oh my god, um, I'm not exhausted anymore. I'm rested and ready yeah. to go. Yeah, like the Rockies. I'm like, would you? Would can the season be over, please? Yeah. <laughs> like a long period of time. Yeah. It's anymore the Nuggets. I'm like, let's do this again. Yeah. I'm like, can we get? another tournament going just like a you know like the cool teams yeah let's go back into a bubble for a little bit (laughs) can we like make our own something (laughs) do something in a bubble can the nuggets just send like pj and bulbul to that like uh that secondary bubble that's happening what about a three-on-three bubble tournament (laughs) that's the best idea ever (laughs) what would you send on a three-on-three but it has to be like People under the age of twenty four, and like they have to be in their first or second or third year in the league. In yeah, you just want bowl trying to get involved. PJ Dozier, bowl and vodka. I mean, <laughs> all right. Well, we got to keep moving on this list, and actually, maybe we we just continue to kind of set the parameters here because here's what's crazy. Vote you. Maybe it was you. I don't remember who asked this, but sick. Just <laughs> just saying when we were saying like we didn't think there was a duo. Like we obviously thought there was a duo, but it wasn't. We didn't think it was a strong one. What's we thought it was a strong one a week two. Now that you feel great about both, the cool thing is we're going to go through this list of duos in the NBA and some of the biggest names, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, mm. actually went head-to-head with Denver's mm. duo and lost. And it's just crazy to sit here and think about where we could realistically slot Jokic and Murray amongst the league's best duos. We'll do that on the other side. We'll start that countdown on the other side of this first break. Make sure to check out the Avalanche Amber from Breck Brewing if you're looking to acquire some Breck Brews this weekend. Uh, If you don't know where to get Breck Brews, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator. Say that five times fast. (laughs) D-line. Avalanche Amber, an awesome option from Breck Brew. Check out all their uh, other beers as well. Can't go wrong. Also, week four of football is in the books. Now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week five. There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And to add to the excitement of week five, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. We've been telling you about this offer for weeks now. If you haven't gotten on this, I mean, it's a free $100. You bet $1. We're DraftKings people, man. I'm, I'm itching. I'm going to make a bunch of bets this weekend. For sure. I am, man. Like it. 
Well, no, I took, I'm not going to lie, I took like two weeks off, but I'm back in. I'm ready to get back Dude. in. Because I was just done with sports. I wanted to look at birds. I saw some great ones. My Keep buddy going. won 4K on DraftKings on the Miami Heat. Serious? Yeah, just he put a boat oh, yeah, on you them did straight text up. Us when that happened. Yeah, that's crazy. I got to get back into this. For <laughs> sure. Definitely. But if you want to bet on football and you are a new DraftKings user, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code DNVR, and you can get uh, the bonus to bet $1 to win $100 on any team to win. Um, also, when you sign up, you can get... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep going. Keep working through it, buddy. You got this, man. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time at DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Beautiful win. Beautiful. Um, all right, let's get into this list, guys. Now, I would say I have put this in my own reverse order of how good the duo is, and you're just going to tell me if this, if if Murray and Jokic are better. Sound, sound fair? Easy. Sounds good. We're yes. going to start with my worst duo. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> this is like, oh, I feel like we're going to be, this almost feels like Shaden Freud going here. Actually, Eric, I want to hear your opinion first. Yeah. They finished the season. Yeah, yeah. Barely. <laughs> so here's what I love about this, though, guys. D'Angelo Russell and Moutier formed the world's worst rivalry. <laughs> but at one point, that's what we were talking about. Carl Anthony Townsend and Jokic also kind of formed a rivalry of one point that is no longer a rivalry, right? Like, Jokic has so shut the door on that one that there's nobody out there being like, well, Towns is actually better. So what I love about this is if we asked this question three years ago, laughed out of the room, laughed out of the room about which duo was better. And now laugh out of the room anybody who thinks it's not exactly like i'm telling you this is why it's so cool what a reversal and if we ask this question five years ago from now when they're the second and third best players on the lakers right right yeah, um, yeah so this segment will come back to bite us no it's not even close no um i also think it's just so depressing like minnesota it's hard to remember now was it four or five years ago had as bright a future as anyone in the league right in a hypothetical space they were sitting pretty. Um, and then at one point, there's Jimmy in the fold. And now you're all the way down to Towns, D'Lo, and Malik. So it's not like, yeah, I, it's a really tough time to be a Wolves fan. And that duo is just good enough that you want to get excited, right? If you're a fan, you're going to watch, you're going to hope, but they're not going to be good enough to, to take that team anywhere. Yeah, well, they've got Wancho. That's the one, uh, True. That's yeah. the one thing they can ha- have some hope about. Wancho MIA for Team Camp, though. I love it, actually. Too, too busy move. filming a, a Taking movie. Taking matters into his own hands. Baller move. It. it is a baller um, <laughs> But Game 82 is just like such a pivotal point for both teams. So know? true, dude. The oh, Nuggets wow. just had this huge ascension, and Game 82 totally changed the franchise. And then the, the Timberwolves have just gone completely downhill since Game 82. They have a different super... Like, Jimmy Butler's not there anymore. They have a different coach. They have a different front office. Yeah. Like... 
it, it they was skip steps. It, yeah, it absolutely crushed them. I stole it. <laughs> The Nuggets almost did as well. Saunders? No. Thibodeau. Oh, okay, yeah. They, they sold out to, to like create this, this idea of what a good team is, and it completely imploded. Jimmy Butler not only left town, got the coach fired, took all of the confidence away from Cat. Like, he was now <laughs> lacking stuff, and the team has just not even been close to the same. And that's, I mean, that's one of those cautionary tales. The same thing with the. Uh, the 76ers, they, you know, they, they, they well, yeah. Well, I guess you could skip ahead, but um, you, you could wait to get to that. But just this idea of, you know, trying to manufacture something um, can really easily blow up. I mean, that's something the Nuggets are not at all. The Timberwolves really do feel like they're in year one of a rebuild, doesn't it? Like, they just got Juancho. They're trying Juancho to fast-track and, a rebuild, too. Well, yeah. They're, 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 they're trying still. to skip as many steps as possible. <laughs> they're trying to rebuild if they were like the Rockets, but they're in Minnesota. Number two on my list, or I don't know, number 20 on my list, whatever <laughs> order this is, but it's backwards. Uh, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. I think this one has the best chance of maybe a quick rise because, I've, I don't know, I kind of like Ayton when he's not on the roids. Like Devin Booker, I, I think, has really <laughs> come a long way as a player. I know that was a, that was an unfair cheap shot. I apologize, Suns fans. <laughs> yeah, although in your defense. It which, also did happen. It's it's did that's it. actually so, what am I apologizing like for. Yeah, I'm sorry for saying something factually <laughs> accurate. Um, no, so this one, I don't know. I think they could rise a lot. But again, for me, easy call. Easy breezy. Yeah, well, the Suns are definitely going to be the sexy pick for like the team that wasn't in the playoffs in the last last year to make the playoffs this <laughs> not year. Not the Warriors? Well, I mean, other than the Warriors. Okay. Other than I, the love, Warriors. I love the sexy pick. Look, the, the, the Suns, they go 8 no in the bubble. They've got some yeah. Jeremy Grant buzz. Like, they've got some money Back to off. spend and throw around. Yeah, that couldn't go wrong. Um, Phoenix gives Jeremy Grant 20 mil. Yeah. Uh, but don't don't you think they're thinking to themselves like, oh, wow, we're, we're right there. We're ready to make the jump. Definitely. We're ready to make the leap. Here we go. Um, but I, I still think they're, you know, a couple years away. But I'm with you. They have some... Rise potential. Yeah. Dude, Booker is another player that made a full bubble leap. Um, he right. Was incredible yeah, he in was. Bubble. And he's a, he's a player I've always sort of written off because he just seems like he had that 80 point game, 70, 70 something, in the whatever. Celtics. And um, so you just sort of earmarked him as a guy that was going to become like the next coming. And it just like didn't quite happen for the longest time. And then in this bubble, I was like, oh, I get it. Yep, I can see it. That that guy, yeah. and so uh, Aiton is the question. But I, I don't know. You, He's really good, though. If, man. I don't know if you remember we did our uh, predictions for who's going to be top five from under the under twenties in like five years, and I had him on there. Like I actually was really impressed by the way that he his game He's good. progressed He's good. throughout the year. Um, but yeah, Phoenix is just like one of those one of those franchises. I guess maybe like the Nuggets, where you just always discount them. the Nuggets. Change things up though. Like they've grown, Josh Kroenke, there's a line when he took over and there was some rocky years. There was a line when Tim Conley took over and there was some rocky years, but now they've steadied. There's no such thing, I don't think, in Phoenix. They do have Monty Williams, who I think is a really good culture builder. Um, So I think they'll have that, but it's, you're still talking about. I also feel bad for those fans because they need a little more time. I mean, they're on the keep Booker in Phoenix timeline. So there you go. That's going to involve winning. They're Um, ready to skip a step. They're ready that they have to to skip a step. They They don't have have a choice because, look, if if the timeline was a little different, you go, Aiton's a stud. Booker and Aiton, this is a great start. But 
what are the chances Booker stays in Phoenix at this rate really low, right? So you just assume. I just assume anyway. So it's, I feel Look, bad for The Nuggets are so those. lucky, man. <laughs> they I know. are so lucky they got Jokic. I know. He was the perfect. Like, he really was lucky. the best first piece, too. It's like really good that they got him. I yep. mean, I know they got Moutier at the same time, but they, you know, whatever. MSU Denver Online, guys, has awesome class options. If you're a first-time freshman, maybe you're going back to school trying to finish up your degree. They've been doing the online thing for so long. They're absolute pros at it. Uh, so check out their entire course list online, msudenver.edu backslash online. Awesome teachers who want to see you succeed. I took a class with them this summer. So did our Ali Monroy. Check out their whole course list, msudenver.edu backslash online today. Also, check out our rugby coverage on dnvrrugby.com. Check out Colton Strickler's DNVR Rugby podcast as well. Keeping you up to date on all the uh, latest and greatest from the rugby world here in Denver and Colorado and across the country as well. Check out his written content on thednvr.com as well. And again, check out the DNVR Raptors or the DNVR Rugby podcast. Next one on here, I have John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr. It's another one just like Booker Nate, and I had them ahead of Booker Nate because you know what? They got into the playing game. They actually had a good regular season, so I get, they get the. They're also young. Um, the mini Nuggets, the Memphis Grizzlies. What, what's your What's your read on this one here? Vote. Um, you looked at Harrison when you said my name. Know, it really threw, threw me off. off. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually just thinking about them being ahead of Phoenix. I think that's interesting. Um, they had a better year. Like right. that's the thing, and they're right. also younger. Like, and they're also there's they then they still have all that headroom. Is this bad if I say it, they feel like winners more than Booker and Aiton? And maybe Aiton and Booker can become it, but I just don't know. I don't. I feel I like they've know. had to learn some they lessons. Got, they, they're the only undefeated team in the bubble. Those Phoenix Suns. Well. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely no question that um, Yoke and Murray are, are better. There is a much smaller gap in the entertainment column. I mean, I think Morant and JJJ are super fun. And if you're a big hoops fan, I think they're like first team all. Yeah. I'm gonna slip, you know, switch over to this game just to see how they do for five minutes. Right. Um, they've got a long way to go, but their headroom yeah. is is a dominant duo. Yeah, the thing you love about them too is, um, contrary to Phoenix, they're not gonna skip steps, and you know that they're gonna be patient in Memphis. They like Denver. They have to. Yeah. yeah they, they have. They know that. There's really no other choice uh, until they get you know their own Paul Millsap. Um, but it's going to be fun to watch those two grow together, like over the next five years, man. Like they're going to be teammates for the next five years. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, so we're talking awesome. about like just as it stands now or just projecting forward as it stands now. So, I mean, as it stands now, there's no comparison, but John Morant, the funny thing about so John dynamic. Morant is that he's so dynamic, but he's so physical. Like he plays, um, very with reckless rec- abandon, very recklessly. Like he's very much like, um, Derek Rose a little oh, bit yeah. like makes you a little nervous for his longevity. Totally does. Um Jaron Jackson is a total stud. Um, but he's def- he's not anywhere in the, the same universe as Nicole right, Jokic. Right. So I mean, you know, that that's like a really fun they're like a fun the the, the plucky young upstart. Right. Yeah. It's why they're the... my league pass side piece. Oh. Exactly. And probably will be next season. <laughs> two also years Brandon in a row. Clark too. I know we're doing duos, but yeah, more than just those two guys going on. Yeah. Good stuff in Memphis. So the next one's interesting. Um, Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson, mm-hmm. who I think these guys actually these guys have the steepest. I think they could like really really rise fast. I mean, Zion looks that dominant. Harrison, 
Murray and Jokic, Ingram and Zion, is this? Are we starting to get a little closer to a? I guess going forward, right now it's clear, but are you starting to wonder where you would go between that those two duos? No, I mean, the the thing about Zion is like, like Zion can be a a top five, top ten player in the league easily. You know, he might be that if he's healthy for 82 games next season or however many games they play, but will he be healthy? I don't know. Like the injury risk feels so real with him after this year and just with how things went in the bubble and whatnot. Um, and like yoke is just the picture of durability, which is something people never talk about with him, but the guy never gets injured. The guy so never true. falls down during a game. It's like incredible. Yeah. Um, but they do have a lot of potential. I'm I'm not as high on Brandon Ingram as a lot of people seem to be. Uh, like New Orleans probably has to re-sign him for you know some of the reasons Denver had to re-sign Jamal Murray and kind of throw that max out at him. But I'm just not like a Brandon Ingram guy like a lot of people are. I don't think. Interesting. I, I'm totally an Ingram guy. I don't know. Really? I mean, I didn't like his offensive instincts in his first few years in the league. Like I thought it, his thought was always you know to dribble into a tough contested you know, deep two or stuff like that. But, I mean, this year... He's really good. 6.23 is a game. Got it up to 39%. Five-point jump in points per game. 23 points. And he's only 23 years old. Yeah. So, I'm with you, Wind. Like, for whatever reason, I don't know how much better Ingram's going to get. But it doesn't feel fair to write him off because he's Jamal Murray's yeah, age. And, and we just saw that big leap. So, um, you know, what does Ingram look like in a playoff setting? And oh. is it his fault that he hasn't been there? You know, Jamal, as great as he was in the regular season, was not at that level. And he's been mm-hmm. there time and time again because Jokic got him there. Right. These guys don't have that benefit. So, I do wonder about like what Murray did in these playoffs. Just how many people can do that? Like, can Ingram have two 50-point games I mean, in a series? Almost certainly not. Almost certainly not, but, yeah. Uh, but they, he, yeah, They're mean, very comparable guys, man. They both just made a huge leap Zion, at age 23. The, the Zion-Jokic comparison is interesting to me because I do feel like there's a lot of people that just think, like, okay, Zion, that's the future, this or that. And I do wonder, like... Zion is dominant right out the package. I wonder if he'll reach Jokic's level because he's so physically dominant. That's not going away, but like what Jokic has, you can't teach. And that's how he just finds his way around everything you throw at him. Like Jokic eventually solves everything. Well, and also like it depends, you know, team setting, all this stuff matters. But like how much does a lead offensive rebounding add up to, right? Like Jokic's is, skill set is perfect, right. like a foundational piece that you build off of. You know, is Zion a guy that has that winning impact, right? That right. makes you five, six wins better. Individually, he is like the fifth element. You can't deny yeah. that. But we don't – he still has a lot to prove, man. He I does. Mean, I, I, I agree. I agree. He gets there, but we, – We anoint people way too early, and I think a lot of people – we all root for him because he's so fun. It's he's awesome. so interesting. But, like, yeah, man, I mean, let's let's see. Next one on my list. This is crazy. Lillard and CJ. Mm. And here's why they're here. I don't think of them – I mean, they are a duo, but, like – there's two of them. The the reason they're there is like Lillard was so good in the bubble, but it does feel like that duo's peaked. Definitely, yeah. dude. That's why they're there. Yo, that, uh, there's a real question of whether or not that duo stays together. It's also like... It hasn't that been a question for the last like yeah. five years? Yeah. Are they going to trade McCollum this summer? Yeah, yeah. This is the first duo that we that gets assaulted with that question every offseason that we've <laughs> we've encountered nobody else is looking to break up any of the other these the other easiest duos. way to put this is that Jokic and Murray were almost better last year in their playoff debut at 24 and 22 like now they're 20 23 and 25 and clearly better and it's like come on 
I, I, I just don't think we'd even need to waste that much time on him. I mean, Zayman CJ, there's a lot of overlap. Last thing I'll say. I just don't think if CJ is your second best player, you're in, you're in great shape in terms of contending for a title. Right. He's a really good basketball player. Right. And great I know point. what he did to the Nuggets in that series. But I, I just think if you like really sit down and look at CJ's like shot profile and lack of efficiency, you're not really seeing like a, oh, this guy's a killer. I need him in the playoffs. Right. It is interesting, though. Except in Game 7. Except in Game 7. I know. It sucks, sucks being a Nuggets guy <laughs> saying that. But I yeah. mean it. I really do like, mean The thing it. about that duo, though, is they were that team in general was so snake-bitten this year. that And um, last. Yeah, they, they, they people were injured. Uh, they didn't have Nurk all year. They became the eight seed through a miracle run that was aided by people benching their players. Um, <laughs> and then they just got, they got steamrolled by the Lakers, but we got also steamrolled by the Lakers at, with the same, with the same count. Fair. So yeah. we don't really, I don't know that we kind of know where they're at, but although I, I assume that they're sort of just hovering again. As I feel like what's going to happen with the Blazers is like, everybody's going to be healthy next season and they're still going to be like the six or seven seed. Maybe. And then they're going to be like, all right, now what? Like we waited until we all yeah. got healthy, the Blazers, and we're still not close to good enough. The Blazers feel like the ultimate glass ceiling team. Yeah, they do. They just they, they, and Damon CJ like Murray and Jokic, peanut butter and jelly. Damon CJ are like jelly and jelly, pe- jelly and jelly, or peanut butter jelly and peanut butter. And jelly with seeds in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like okay, a little bit redundant. And, and I also think like, look, this is definitely the year where you go. Portland caught no breaks, but I also think just the season prior, in my opinion, was the, the year where they caught a lot of breaks. They caught all the breaks. So I do think we've seen the the peaks and the valleys. Let's also not team. forget that the Nuggets didn't have Gary Harris for the first four, five games of the playoffs, and didn't have Bill Barton for the first That's nineteen true. games of the playoffs. Jamal Murray is is a series into what he did this postseason when he plays right. that team. It's not even close. I guess what I meant when I said that they were saying that they suck, was Eric. Screw, was, was screw them. They suck. Yeah. That'll do it for part one of this two-part series. Check out tomorrow's part two where we compare Maria and Jokic to Doncic and KP, Kawhi and Paul George, LeBron and AD, and a couple others. We'll see you all then. At Green Mountain Dental, guys, you can get a free Sonic Ear toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. Green Mountain Dental Group is who a lot of us here at DNVR go to. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're super friendly. They're a family-owned business. They're Denver through and through, just like us here at DNVR. So hit them up today if you need to get your teeth cleaned. Pop in there for a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. You'll walk out with a free Sonic Ear toothbrush today.